Hello, everybody. This is Georgia Rice of the Building According to Pattern podcast series. It is the first segment in literally one whole year. The last time I recorded a segment for the Building According to Pattern podcast series was back in December of 2014, believe it or not. I did a segment with um, a very special guest of mine, Miss Flo Gaspard, as we were talking about the single life saga. It has been a tremendous year for me, 2015 that is. It had been a year, it was a year that was just filled with so much activity. I was busy with school, I was busy with work, I was busy with my external practicum. So many things were going on since the start of January 2014 until December of 2014. But a friend of mine challenged me a couple of days ago. She said, Georgia, you know what? We would like to see some of your podcast segments posted on our Facebook group page. And I thought about it and I said, you know what? It is really time to get into the game. And so I, you know, I thought, why not focus on a topic that is common to so many people? In fact, I would like to say 99%, if not 100% of us struggle with this issue. And I think it's so fitting to talk about it at this particular time of the year, know that we've just stepped into the new year when there's this buzz about resolutions and visions and planning and vision boarding and all these wonderful, uh, uh, I hate to say the word cliche, but they've pretty much become cliches for so many people. The buzzwords that are typically thrown around this time of the year. Why is it that we talk about stuff but for whatever reason, no matter how uh, uh, no matter how gung ho we are or enthusiastic about getting some things done, most of the time we just tend to talk about those things and we never actually follow through. And so I started asking a, a question, not just of other people, but I really had to pose that question to myself first of all. And I wanted to understand why is it that most people, myself included. We have these wonderful ideas in our minds, these these dreams, these grand plans of things that we want to accomplish, but somehow the plans, the thoughts just tend to stay in our minds. What is it that keeps us from falling through on those plans? We're going to talk about it. Stay tuned after the break. Welcome back. This is Georgia Bryce, your host of the Building According to Pattern podcast series. Again, I am so excited to be recording my very first podcast segment in over a year. Yes, literally. The last segment that I posted was back in December of 2014 when I had a special guest and we were talking about the single life saga. But I wanted to talk about a particular topic today that I hold near and dear to my heart because... I find that a lot of people tend to struggle with this issue and I'm included in that lot. Why is it that we have these grand ideas of things that we want to accomplish? We have them mapped out in our minds. We've thought about them year in, year out. But somehow we are not able to put our feet, put feet to those thoughts and those ideas that we have. And the thing that I'm talking specifically about is this whole issue of fear. What exactly causes us to be so afraid? What is it that we are afraid of? Now, I had to be honest enough and take some time 
and assess my own self to determine all these things that I have in my mind. And trust me when I say I have a lot of things on my mind that I want to get done, all these wonderful ideas that run through my mind. But somehow, either I never ever follow through on them or it takes a little bit of time before I start putting the pedal to the metal for so for, for, for want of a better word, before I actually get up and I do something about it. And I started thinking in my mind, what causes me to delay or to, to drag to getting things started? As I sat down and I did an evaluation of my own self, a couple of thoughts came to my mind and I wanted to share them. And I'm hoping that as I'm sharing them with you, you are also assessing your own self to see if this is an arena that you're finding that you're running into as well. The first thought that came to my mind regarding what am I afraid of is uh, I'm afraid of being disappointed. I think a lot of people are afraid of being disappointed primarily because we have been disappointed. Um, I find that I am afraid of being disappointed. And so I'm afraid that I might not achieve what I set out to achieve. Or I'm afraid that I might not obtain what I've been hoping for. Because I have not obtained what I've been hoping for in times past. And I have set out to do some things more than once. And for whatever reason, it just never panned out the way I was hoping. And so disappointment is one of those primary reasons, the fear of being disappointed, why a lot of people shelve their dreams or their plans or their ideas. They never seem to materialize. They never seem to take the next step that's needed to get things from out of the spiritual realm, so to speak, into the natural because they're afraid of being disappointed. Disappointment is a very, very, it's a very common issue that many, if not all of us struggle with. The second thing that I thought it, I started thinking about for myself, why, of what makes me afraid, what am I afraid of, is the whole issue of failure. I'm afraid of failing. Who isn't afraid of failing? Everybody sets out with getting something done, achieving something or accomplishing something. And the whole idea of the possibility of failure does linger in our minds. And when it does happen, what do you do? Why am I afraid of failing? Why are you afraid of failing? We're afraid of not succeeding at the initiatives that we undertake. Sometimes we're afraid of seeing our hard work just come to naught and or or we just succeed minimally. All the effort, all the time, all the energy that we 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 invest in this thing and and just to see everything literally go down the drain. So people are afraid. I am afraid of failure, and that is something that has kept me back from pursuing the ideas and the thoughts that come to my mind. One of the other things I had to admit was that I am afraid of the truth. Who isn't afraid of the truth? As I thought about it some more, I found that I am afraid of what I will discover. The truth about myself or the truth about others. And then I start wondering, I begin to wonder about my inabilities or my ability to handle these discoveries and the possible decisions that I might have to make following these discoveries. So for some people, they'd rather not know because they're afraid to know the truth because they don't know if they're capable of handling what the truth presents and they're not sure if they're able to follow through on the decisions that they're going to have to make after coming into a knowledge of the truth. And so that's something that I know that I have to contend with from time to time. 
The other thing that I made note of for myself that I am afraid of is experiencing loss. Experiencing the loss of something or someone. Uh, I've thought about um, experiencing the loss of security, something that has brought security to my life, whether it was a relationship or something that I held very closely. I am afraid of experiencing loss because I'm afraid of dealing with the ensuing pain and the process of recovery. Why? Because I have experienced loss. And I could tell you right now, that recovery process, mm, it's not pretty at all. The next thing that I thought about for myself what makes me afraid or what am I afraid of is being hurt or rejected by others or having my opinions be rejected or my contributions or my efforts be rejected. And I'm sure some of you have actually experienced that for yourself. Maybe uh, several, maybe many times you've experienced that, maybe just once. But everybody at some point in time has to confront the possibility of being rejected by others or having something of value to them or something that they believe that they're contributing to a process be rejected. And so because we're afraid of experiencing rejection and hurt, we tend to hold back. But as I sat down and I assessed all of these things that I had to confront regarding what is it that I am afraid of, I started thinking further. The reality is I have experienced disappointment. I have experienced failure. I have experienced loss. And I certainly have experienced rejection and hurt. And as I thought about it even further, you know what I realized? I survived. In fact, not only did I survive being rejected or being hurt or experiencing loss and failure and disappointment, I started realizing that those things that I was afraid of and I've had to go through them, I actually gained something from those circumstances. And so the fear of failure, for example, because I have failed in times past, it has forced me to revamp to revamp an idea or change the approach to doing something or change my perspective about an issue. It has fostered humility in me and a greater dependence on my master designer, God, for help. It has put a greater demand on my faith and my trust level has soared because I have failed. It has forced me to seek for more wisdom and clarity and it has helped me outside of my own self to foster a certain level or measure of maturity because I have failed. Being afraid of the truth. I've had to deal with some hard truths. I've had to deal with things that hurt and they were necessary for me to deal with them because it forced me to make the necessary adjustment of my own self. The things that I never wanted to discover about me because they made me uncomfortable or they made me feel unworthy. When I was forced to confront those truths and to deal with the fear of confronting those truths, eventually what happened in my life is that I was then able to make the necessary adjustments to become the best person. I was able to begin to accept people for who they are. And I was able to learn to lower my expectations because I was willing to accept the very thing I was afraid of, truth. I've experienced loss. I have gone through loss. So why am I afraid of it? What has loss done for me? 
Loss has caused me to realize that the sovereignty of God exceeds my level or measure of control. No, Georgia, you are not in control as much as you would like to believe. Yes, I am a control freak somewhat. I've learned to adapt to change very readily because I have been afraid of loss, but I've had to go through some losses. Hurt and rejection. I'm afraid of it, but guess what? I've had to experience it and I've had to walk through it. And one of the things that I've learned from hurt and rejection is to evolve to become a better me. I heard uh, one of my virtual teachers say this, and I subscribe to it wholeheartedly. Rejection is an indication that the system is no longer able to sustain you. And so when you're rejected, it shouldn't be counted as something that's bad. In fact, if you change your perspective, rejection means that where you are, you've matured or you've matriculated from that level and now you've moved on to another level that is able to sustain you or it has the capacity for you. And so I have learned to evolve to become a better person because I've been rejected by other people or by other organizations or circumstances that really no longer have the capacity to sustain and to maintain me. I have learned through rejection and hurt to become more of my own authentic self. And I've discovered that the more you become authentic is the more you're free to become yourself. You are becoming, you become free from the limitations imposed by your own self or the limitations that are imposed by others. That is what rejection and hurt has done for me. It has brought a measure of freedom into my life. So when you think about it, is there something that you really should be afraid of? Do we really need to be afraid of hurt? Do we really need to be afraid of rejection? Do we really need to be afraid of pain? Do we really need to be afraid of loss or disappointments? Maybe if we begin to look at things from a different perspective, we might be more willing to embrace these things, the very things that we are afraid of or the very things that we have a tendency or an inclination to run away from. If we were to shift our perspective or shift our paradigm, we would begin to see them differently and we would begin to see the value in re rejection, the value in hurt, the value in being disappointed. What those things actually do is put a demand on the potential, the hidden abilities that are on the inside of us that barring those circumstances would not begin to emerge. As you're thinking about this year, 2016, we're at the very, we're in the very first week of 2016 and you assess your own heart and your own mind. What are some of the things that you have been holding back from? or resisting, or running away from, or putting a dragging your feet on, or just delaying because you're afraid. Think about those times that you have been afraid in times past. And somehow, even though the very things you were afraid of came to pass, or they came to fruition, you're still here. You survived. And not only have you survived, somewhere along the line, if you were to sit and think about it, those things worked for your good. Let me challenge you to do what I did. Take some time to do a self-introspection and be real and be honest and bring those fears that you have to your designer. He knows those fears. The truth is we were never designed to be afraid. 
Fear was the first negative emotion man experienced the moment he disconnected himself from the source of life, God Almighty. Fear was the very first emotion that confronted man, that put a stimmy on his potential and that shut him off from the divine plan and the divine relationship that we were meant to have with our creator. If that is something that you find yourself struggling with, let me encourage you. Bring those concerns, bring those fears to him because he wants to set you free from them. He wants to free you so you could bring forth your potential. You could pursue your purpose. You could stick to your assignment, no matter the challenges that come to you, especially in this year. Bring those fears to him so he could allow you to change your perspective. And the very thing that you're running away from, you'll begin to find that seeking them and embracing them is the best way to go. I want to thank you so much for joining me on this segment of the Building According to Pattern podcast series. I am so happy to be back and I look forward to sharing with you on future segments. Let's pray. Father, I just thank you that you have been faithful to us and that you've not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and soundness of mind. As long as we are in right standing, right relationship with you, Lord God, we're guaranteed that fear cannot cross the lines that you've set up for us, Lord. And so we give ourselves to you. We thank you, Lord, for taking away the fears of all the things that we struggle with, of the unknown, of being hurt, of being rejected, of disappointment, of loss. Everything that fear represents in our lives and holds us hostage. We turn those things over to you and we thank you for freedom to be the best of who we were called to be. In your son's name we pray, amen. Once again, I want to thank you for joining me on this segment of the Building According to Pattern podcast series. Join me on my next upcoming segment. And let me encourage you, I do have at least 55 segments of the podcast available at my podcast page. That's B-A-T-P-L-L-C dot podbean.com. Let me encourage you to go on over and browse through those podcast segments because I guarantee you are going to find some information that is applicable to meet you where you are in your journey. Looking forward to being with you again. Bye.